Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, this is the Ryan Show FM, a holiday encounter with you, the listeners. We're going to get into all things holidays. After all, tis the season. We're not just talking Christmas. We're talking Chanukah and Kwanzaa. <laughs> And everything in between. We're looking to really expand our minds here and figure out if we should celebrate one of these holidays or all three. I don't see what's wrong with celebrating all three of these holidays. If this means becoming Jewish and Catholic at the same time for one week of the year, then so be it. We've got experts in all fields coming tonight. Also, some musicians coming for the first time to promote their music. My pal Dean Ells from the Hamptons is joining us from Sag Harbor. And Schizo. No, not Rocco. Actual Schizo. That's not nice. There could be a million of our guests that we call Schizo, but the actual Schizo is going to be here tonight, fresh off a stream from L.A. Sorry, adjusting the headphones. This is why you guys got to check us out on YouTube and the live stream so you can see me fall on my face. And you know who else is going to be here tonight? Elena Karras. My girl Elena from TKK Radio is going to teach us the meaning of Christmas we're going to have to find... I looked far and wide for a black Jewish person or a black Israelite. What is the exact definition of true Jew? I'm trying to find out the definition. I couldn't find somebody that fit the category. We are, if you're a real listener to the show, you know about Lawyer Dan, but Lawyer Dan couldn't make it. Lawyer Dan has been our technical Jew for years. He's come on and told us all about Hanukkah since the very beginning of this show. Came in with the uh, menorahs and we light the menorah. This was during the days of Jupac. If you're a real listener of this show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But until then, we're going to come back and bring our guests here, learn the meaning of Christmas, the meaning of Hanukkah, and the meaning of Kwanzaa all in one night. This is the Ryan Show FM, a two-part holiday special. Enjoy part one. We'll be back soon with DJ Khalil on the ones and twos and my pal Elena. Let's get tonight started, baby. Don't go nowhere, folks.
And we are back. This is the Ryan Show FM's holiday special. We are not just trying to find the meaning of Christmas, but the meaning of Hanukkah, the meaning of Kwanzaa, and all of our favorite holidays around this time of the uh, holiday season. And DJ Khalil, man, it looks like you've taken quite the beating. I know we were in Philadelphia, and I saw you take a chair to the head. Is that a result of that? Oh, God, I took a chair to the head. I took a, a Singapore uh, cane shot to the head. I'm just a mess right now. Those Philly fans are brutal. They didn't like my comments I had to make about New York. You were but, really talking a lot of smack about Philadelphia. I was. I mean, rightfully so. They're some of the cockiest, most um, honest fans in the country, and uh, I guess I had it coming to me. Psychopaths. And just the whole experience itself, you can't make it up. To see our childhood heroes resort to these types of freak shows, it is kind of sad, but it's it's heartwarming at the same time to see them all get together for the group picks, to see the love that they all have for one another. But at the same time, it's also kind of sad to see what just happens in general with wrestling and just the fans of wrestling. They, they seem to have figured it out. I mean, yeah. if you look at the top businesses, Vince McMahon is one of the top sports entertainers of all time or sports uh own you know what would you call what, what would you call professional wrestling kind of owns the entire thing at this point what would you call professional wrestling yeah, yeah like I, I know that like it's it's not necessarily a sport some uh, people like to call sports it sports entertainment but that's what vince calls it if you tell the wrestler <laughs> it's sports entertainment they get extremely pissed off yeah it's a free kind of category in its own you know it's almost like a mix between a, a sport and a freak show yeah, and live theatrics at the same time, and you could really tell when you see the fans that are in there. These oh, are the type yeah. of fans that you'd see go and check out the bearded lady. They are the bearded lady, They're or it's literally yes, or it's literally <laughs> the bearded lady. <laughs> wow, we and people from all over too. It was in Philadelphia, but we had rednecks coming from Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. People flying from Salt Lake City. Yes. To those out there listening, ECW, there's a lot of lore behind it. A lot of cult fandom behind it. So even though it was based out in Philadelphia and most people never saw it live, a lot of people went back and saw the old footage of it, like myself, 10, 20 years later, because it was that hardcore and extreme. So there were young kids that were out there. They, they, they saw these videos of Sandman looking strong in the 90s. These young kids see him now. Sandman looks like Dustman, but we still love him. He's crumbling away. Oh god! But but these guys like Sabu, for instance. I was looking at some highlights of Sabu, some of the athletic stunts that he was pulling off. He must have been six foot, maybe five eleven back then. How tall is Sabu now? I I would say less than five eleven. Um, he was he was ahead of his time for sure. He was always ripped too. I don't know um if he dabbled in the steroid stuff, but he had a good body, had a good look. Um. And for whatever reason, he always did things his way, and that kind of cost him his career and a lot of money, I would say, from someone like Vince McMahon. Well, for what it's worth, you could still round up a nice lot of uh, uh, that ill change signing autographs Oh yeah, at the table at these fanfares. It's a whole stream of revenue. The guys that put these things together, freak shows closed down. Now, now the, the freak shows have moved online. You can't even get a good freak show anymore, Khalil. No, you can't. <laughs> you just have to go find them on Instagram. Yeah, or Coney Island. <laughs> or Coney, oh, or Coney Island, that's right. Wow. So in terms of this show, would you say it was a good overall experience? Like, let, Let's let the listeners know. I don't know if you want to get the details of it, but you, you literally had to pay 
to have this wrestler show up and then you get a percentage of the table? How does it work? In case somebody one day wants to sponsor a wrestler to yeah. come to one of these fan events. Well, I mean, listen, I always attended uh, conventions slash fan fest as a fan. And I always wondered, you know, who made money, how they made the money, how much they made. And uh, uh, I had hit up uh, the promoter of the event, who was also hosting a show at night. And I, I wanted to actually DJ. That was the goal. And for whatever reason, I don't know what we were talking about, but the idea of just maybe um, bringing in someone to like kind of have a little DJ booth slash meet and greet with someone. And he mentioned a couple names and I wasn't impressed with them at first. Um, and the idea of Sabu and RVD was very appealing to me. However, of course, he had RVD because as you saw with his huge line, he probably made the most money that day. How much do you think he probably made? I mean, honestly, his line did not stop from beginning to end. And if he was charging, what, $50 for an autograph and 90 for a combo, and let's say we're looking at at least five figures, at least, right? Wow, I guess so. I guess he probably did hit 10 grand at least. Yeah. And if it, he wasn't even being paid before that to come. So, um, so there is great. You know, we bash where these guys end up, but they're in a better place than most people to think that they can be in these lifelong fans. Yo, I'd be on drugs all day too. I'd be on painkillers all day long. Yeah. If I, mean, I had biker chicks from the sixties <laughs> lining up all strapped in leather. Well, I mean, that's what it was. It was probably like a high school reunion for them. They get to catch up with old buddies, old times, old memories, and, old groupies. Uh, yeah. For, for that, those few hours, they were, they were reliving that, that, moment in their life that was probably amazing to them and um to everybody there not just the wrestlers these guys really did put some crazy memories in time yeah i saw a lot of old fans from the ecw heyday and the the, there was a line the crowd was the soul it was a sold out crowd um there's still a niche audience for this type of wrestling or entertainment and they come out they're like cockroaches they come from under the woodwork (laughs) yeah exactly and Khalil, we we do have a Christmas mix for you today, and uh, and I'm excited to hear this Christmas mix. What do we have to look forward to for part of this Christmas mix tonight, Khalil? Um, I don't even know. It's a it's a kind of mashup between uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, performed by the late great DMX, and mixed in with some new um. I, I guess you would call it TikTok hip hop. All, all, all the kids are listening to nowadays. TikTok hip hop. Yeah, you know the. Wow, that's really what hip hop has become, isn't it? Yeah, basically, that is amazing. A little TikTok hip hop coming mm-hmm. your way. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. We've got some interviews coming as well. We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all the above. We're going to figure out which we should celebrate. I might just convert religions tonight. We're going to celebrate what seems the most fun. This is the Riot Show FM. Come celebrate with us. We'll be You're back. You're in the mix with DJ Khalil. You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Put off the red nose reindeer. Had a very shiny. Call him names 
chilling with his dog at the park. I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear. Looked at his dog, oh my God, a ill reindeer. My man, I was ill and the man had a beard. And a bag full of 30, 12 o'clock at night. So I turned my head a second and the man was gone. But he must have dropped his wallet back dead on the lawn. I picked the wallet up and then I took the pawn. Took out the lights and then the cold set Santa Claus. A million dollars in the cold, hundreds of G's. Another vibe. Jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good. Gonna rock, shock, rock it through your neighborhood. Gonna read, gonna sing it till it's understood. My rapping about to happen like a knee. You were slapping or a toe, you've been tapping on a hunk of wood. Bought a red suited dude with a friendly attitude and a slave full of goodies for the people on the block. Got a long white beard, maybe looks kind of weird. And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shock. Now people let me tell you about last year when the dude came flying over here. Well, the hawk was out, snow was on the ground. Folks stayed in to party down. The beat was thumping on the box. And I was dancing in my socks. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. And the guitar player lay down a heavy layer of the funky chunky rhythm of the disco beat. And the guy with the 88 started to participate, and I could sure appreciate a sound so sweet. We were all in the mood, so we had a little food and a joke and a smoke and a little bit of wine. When I thought I heard a hoop on the top of the roof, could it be it wasn't me? I was feeling super fine, so I went to the attic where I thought I heard the static on a chance that the fans put somebody breaking in. But the noise on the top was a reindeer top, just a trick, same thing, and I let the sucker in. Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond. Talk crazy when I pull up in sight. Mile high, run that. Glock talk, big t-shirt, Billy Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond Talk crazy when I pull up and slap Put it in perspective So I got everything I wanted and some extra I am not the type of turning into a detective Got two on my own phone, barely even checked Uber used the food, I don't call, I just text Guess I don't bail my little b**** out of vesting Next out my Lexus, no bags 
Benji, so no bash, she's a taxi, no gaslit, so don't text, hey, two pistols, 30s in the clip, these are Kimbo's, open hand smack him in his Kimbo, you be throwing cash on the strip, my little I can for the free, I got a for the got me, I know she trip when I trip, so I agree, they look talking about me like I'm free, but she ain't know this shit, they was in my mouth. Stylish, black talk, big t-shirt, Billy Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond I'm crazy when I pull up inside Mile high, run that back, I'm stylish Black talk, big t-shirt, Billy Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond I'm crazy when I pull up inside Mile high, up first class, I'm the pilot Project, project, this ain't, ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. Ha! Sixteen hundred block. I just wanna rock. I just wanna. I just wanna rock. Body out of ya. Shorty got that body out of ya. Hit it once, no time. Side up, you gon' kill my vibe. Stand on my money, don't know my size. Pick them sides, and you better choose wisely. That's my high. One, two, three, four, four, five, five. That's my heart. Damn. One, two, three, four, five, five, five. MC, make another hit. This ain't what you want. Project, project, this ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. On they next is a
L E again. Y'all start hanging out the window with my wretched friends. I'm L R L R E E. That means I ain't gotta worry about no cheat. And I'm S I N G L E again. Y'all start hanging out the window with my wretched friends. At the red light, twerking on them headlights. At the red light, twerking on them headlights. At the red light, twerking on them headlights. And that was a mix by DJ Khalil. He could be followed on Instagram at DJ Khalil, but it's not spelt the way you'd think, and there is no blue check, although there should be. It's D E E J A Y Khalil. And the return of Elena Karras is indeed tonight. We've waited a long time for this. She's here to teach us the meaning of Christmas. She's playing the role of the ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> After all, yes. she's here. What up, girl? Welcome back. How are you out in Cali? It's good to be back. It's just, you know, I have to be here seasonally now, it seems. <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, we, we said we were going to do a West Coast Marathon. It's becoming one. Because we yes. thought we were going to have a one-part holiday special. But we couldn't find a, a true Jew or somebody that truly knew the meaning of Kwanzaa. <laughs> we can't do a holiday special with just catholicism represented right. that's not fair so no. on that note you are here to represent it you know more about santa claus than any of us well i really do look horrible on the live stream i gotta just say on the live <laughs> stream i cannot keep my eyes open <laughs> i know i wish during I had this time that of the night. holy crap oh, i look horrible it's so late I it's just so late like well you're, over there is a little blitzed <laughs> i look a little blitz well it's not too late near you you're three hours behind me no it's 9 30 yeah, that's I'm like just, the beginning of the evening. That's not the worst. <laughs> no, for Ryan. <laughs> for me, it's like this is my time day. to go to bed. <laughs> oh <my laughs> this is God. where I start. This is where I get the pajamas on. I bust open my design home app <laughs> game nice. and I start designing <laughs> and till I fall asleep. <laughs> that's a game on your phone, the design home. Yeah. Sweet. So Five Elena, stars. Only a few more nights of design home till you wake up to Christmas morning. <laughs> Santa yes. Claus bearing gifts under the present. Or under the yep. bearing gifts under the present. See? <laughs> under, that just shows under the, the Christmas state of tree. Mind. Under the Christmas tree. So yeah. what should we know about Christmas? Because to the naked eye, Christmas seems to be the best holiday. But it's only one day, which never made sense to me. I remember being a kid and being so jealous of the two Jewish kids that were in my class. There's no, there's no one. It was barely interesting because they had so many different days to celebrate. Oh, so many days of presents. They got a the sweet candles. little game. They had to spin the dreidel. They got gold, chocolate, candy, all types <laughs> of cool stuff. Whereas we with got... Christmas, we had the with movies. Christ oh, okay. The movies. We had some sick movies. We had some sick customs. So, you know what I'm saying? The naked eye, you'd, you'd think Christmas is better, but when you really break it down, Hanukkah's packing a punch. Well, I mean, I, it just depends on how you celebrate Christmas. Like, I have some friends that have their whole Christmas countdown as well. Now, it's not like a candle lit every day or something special like that, but they have a little calendar and you, you pop it open and, and there's a little chocolate box. In the advent <laughs> calendar. Yes, that's a good point. Well, they, there are technically 12 days of Christmas. 
But we're not celebrating 12 days of Christmas like we used to. Back no. in the medieval times, you used to celebrate 12 days of Christmas. Especially if you had a woman you actually cared about. You'd celebrate 12 <laughs> days of Christmas. You'd get her a ton of gifts. On that the first you... day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. See that? The beautiful voice of Elena. See, before you could woo a woman or, or a man over StreamYard, you had to buy them gifts like birds, doves. <laughs> what, a, what a burden of a gift. Imagine somebody buying you two turtle doves. Every single one of those gifts seems horrible, right? When you really break it down, were there any good gifts in that song? Five golden rings. <laughs> oh, good point. Five golden rings. That's Give me the rings. Good point. Yeah, we'll just sell, take day five. Sell the turtle doves. <laughs> Two turtle doves, and you know they're going to lead to a whole lot more turtle doves. You know, <laughs> exactly. Those things, they don't just stay with in pairs. I was listening to that song on my way home. And the old original version, and they actually don't go through all of them. They go like, like the first three lines, and then they skip like all the way to like the the was it twelve maids of dancing? I don't know. There's there's maids dancing, lords of leaping. <laughs> That's the radio version. Seven geese Elaine. It's. Uh, oh my god to say the least we have we have gifts we give gifts as well and we do the 12 days we can get down just as as crazy as the jews what do they say what is it that or is it eight crazy nights that they're celebrating it's like we've got 12 lame days one serious one but when i look here at the 12 days of christmas we're looking at here mm -hmm. a partridge in a pear tree mm-hmm that seems like a pretty sweet gift. Two turtle doves, kind of a burden. Three French hens. Are Way hens burden. nasty? Hens are kind of nasty, right? Yeah. Are we going to eat them or are they going to lay eggs? They're small. They're not even really worth eating. That's always mm -hmm. a disappointment to me, the Cornish hen. <laughs> I was so excited when I got my first Cornish hen. I went to the grocery store. It's just a bunch of birds. Besides the golden rings, it's just birds. It's Is that when you get your birds. woman back in the day? You buy them birds, birds. geese, swans, and then you get Damn your chick more maids of milking. <laughs> milk filled, 16 milk filled breasts. Merry Christmas, sweetheart. Eight maids of milking. The hell does know. that even mean? That's a lot of breasts. It is. Look, what do I know? I guess things were different back then. Uh, but yeah, you know, every every year we like to kind of visit the holidays around this time to see what's what. And you have a special right. gift in mind. What is it that? What is your your number one gift? You don't have to say who it's for, so that you're not ruining it for anyone. What's the the illest gift that you're giving this year, Elena? Oh, um, <laughs> to be honest, okay. So I have two gifts. I have one, and I know that they won't like actually see this. They they pay in it. They don't pay attention to me like this, but <laughs> so I ended up getting my siblings like the original mini, the original soup, uh, the original Nintendo Nintendo oh, game. That's a yeah, sweet yeah. So that's got like it's a mini original Nintendo. Um, it's digital. It's got all the like six hundred over six hundred games put into the system. So I got them that, and then I actually ended up, but my favorite gift of all is uh, I did a prank this year. <clears throat> mm. 
And so um, one of my friends is getting a, a present. It's, it's a card. And when they open it, it... it <laughs> Cole? <laughs> no, it will start playing a song like meows, like meow, 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 meow. And Not it, even a Christmas well, song. It no, it's no, it's meow, 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 and it's loud and it goes on. It won't stop. It won't shut off for three hours. And if you try to open it up, like and dismember it. Once you open it, like glitter shoots out everywhere. Oh, what a horrible gift. Wow. That is what you give to someone that you really love because otherwise they will hate you. Wow, what a gift. And I was going to say, the first gift sounds amazing. I don't know if anybody out there listening can remember what it was like to open up the Nintendo 64 for the first time. Right. Or Nintendo for the first time. I think that's the closest thing you can get is a nostalgia-inducing remake of one of these video game systems. That's a great idea, Elena. Yes. They've got the original Mario. I think they have, like... Original, uh, like, NES or Super Nintendo Mario. No, the, the original Nintendo. OG, where he's just a few different I'm, pixels... I'm I'm just and he's got to grab the flag. Okay. Yes, I'm just a little bit older than you, Ryan. Um, but the the Donkey Kong game. Nice. Do you remember that? With when, oh, when you roll yeah. the barrel down. And yeah, it's not nearly yeah. as good as the suit. They really did go leaps and bounds when they went to <laughs> SNES. Uh, not to <laughs> offend you, you're not that much older than me. <laughs> but Super Nintendo was a lot better. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Do you remember Atari? <laughs> Barely. Barely. Yeah, that's a never actually playing. played it. I do remember it though. Yeah. So I was like born around the Atari, but I still played it. I got my little hands on that. You know what I uh, like to do sometimes? And I don't go to search for this, but I stumbled across it on the Instagram algorithm. Nerds playing custom versions of Super Nintendo, specifically Super Mario World where they make it nearly impossible for you to win. So you have Ooh. to have every single jump and movement perfectly timed on every single one of the enemies, on the flames, on the little flowers mm. that pop out of the pipes or whatever. So it's it's truly poetry in motion. It's insane. Yeah. Oh, Somebody's yeah. Gotta ch I wish we could pull that up on the screen. Yeah, I, I still love games like that. Um, it's pretty hard to compete. Like, especially like wowing, you know, the nieces and the nephews and all that mm. stuff nowadays. So I, when I see something like this, it's like perfect for me. And I honestly want to give myself one, too. <laughs> oh, you got to. Absolutely got to. So to the listeners out there, let us know. Gifts for those that we love. After mm -hmm. all, it is Christmas Eve. DM your <laughs> friends. Let us, or uh, your friends here at The Ryan Show and at TKK Radio, at TKK Radio and at The Ryan Show. <laughs> Let us know what we should give our loved ones. There are some gifts gifts that keep on giving. Just ask Ham's Dave. He'll tell you all about it. <laughs> We're going to drink some eggnog. <laughs> it's one of those nights. We're just getting started. We got Schizo coming in. We've got D-Nels coming in. Stay with us, folks. Don't change the dial. We'll be back.
up something Police asking me questions, I don't know nothing Ain't gotta come to my shows, I bet your whole coming Took F40, cook him like it's Benny Hanna We catch a rapper, beat him just like Breezy did Rihanna We really outside, and ain't with that tweeting drama If we can't catch you, kidnap your baby mama That Glock 23, my fave, ain't got no kick on it He put attachments on the back and put a switch on it I keep my gun every day, that's my GED Now I'm OT with real diggins on BT Come back to life, roll the dice, you can gamble on it 34 for a brick, Earl Campbell on it These diggins know that I'm lit, lift the candle on them Kyrie Irving with the pop, you know I put my hand on it smoke sign, smoke sign Yeah, yeah He ready to smoke sign, he ready to smoke sign Going gets tough, tough, the tough get going. Get going. I send my little homie at you knowing home. He ready to smoke some old tea ready up. to smoke some. Shots, what up? E murder, born big records. He ready to smoke something like he just got off of work. Just my young boy up. caught three, don't make him go for his ready to make you pop die. Mom's a fiend to him, he ain't got no work. Got so no for 8,000 in blues, he'll put you on a shirt. Nigga, I told OT I'll smoke him for a hook in the verse. Just know my killers kill killers, we'll put you in the hearse. They can't call it a drive by if the whip is in reverse. You can't it, say I ain't the illest after listening to this verse. Murder. 30 P's, we gon' split them down to quarter pounds. A stack plus the gas, we'll be paying the who brought him down. A stack is too much for what we grabbing, gotta bring him down bring The down. risk can't be higher than reward, I'm not a fucking clown crash, When I'm lick, I'm aiming higher every shot, I'm trying to take him down I'm legit, I know if it's just me and shots, then he gon' face the ground We got compressors on the tech, Helen Keller, she won't make a sound Hit him with 16 and break his body up, just like I break him down smoke sign, smoke sign. Yeah, yeah He ready to smoke sign, he ready to smoke sign Going gets tough, tough, the tough get going. Get going. I send my little homie at you knowing that he ready to smoke some. He ready to smoke some. Watch your body. Let the smoke fill the whole room. Let's go. Street sweeper, tell Brody, load the whole broom. This circle full of rocks looks like a full moon. I'ma probably line a few rappers real soon. All I know is pain and suffering. Rap's cool, but this came from hustling. Me and your man ain't in the same discussion My nah. Luga German, my AK was Russian She thought the piece would make me listen more Nah, I won't change for nothing change for nothing Y'all better break bread, bread. Some woofer in the skull, bro a bass head. bass head You ever seen a fiend play dead? Cause he owed money? Knowing if you skull stomping, it's a state bid I'ma be who they scared I'ma be Why why service pump, they'll air him for free These weirdos don't compare to OT I'll leave the gods with envy like Angela Yee I'll beef with y'all and then go for your family tree Land sand to the sea, duck the cameras and flee This hundred pack just landed on me I'm rolling up, I passed Lil Bro a blunt and seen his gun He ready to smoke sign Yeah, yeah He ready to smoke sign He ready to smoke sign Going gets tough, tough, the tough get going. Get going. I send my little homie at you knowing home. He ready to smoke son. He ready to smoke son. Watch your body. You're tuned into the Ryan Show FM. I'm hanging with Elena Karras. No. Not the West Coast Marathon, but it might as well be. How's LA doing out there, Elena? It can't keep up its mind. It can't on the weather, but other than that, it's doing great. <laughs> Love it. I'll tell you, Elena, there's nothing like a good, a good Christmas movie. Mm. And there's a lot of movies that some would say qualify as Christmas movies that it's hard for me to lump into the Christmas movie category, mm. although they are technically Christmas movies. And if I okay. were to go by those standards, my list tonight might be a little bit different. And that's 
my foreshadowing before we even start our list. Elena and I came up with okay. five movies apiece that you should watch this year for Christmas. Binge watch. Yes. Elena, how did you come up with your movies? Um, Don't tell me you Googled them. Don't tell me no. you Googled them. <laughs> tell me it came from the heart. It came from the heart. It came from memories. No, I did uh, kind of like do a little glimpse and then, yeah, I just went off of my favorite Christmas memories. Hit with the nostalgia. Yeah. Seems to be a common theme with uh, what anybody really likes mm -hmm. is the nostalgia. Because it's hard. Mm -hmm. All these movies, I have classics. I don't know if there's a single... Well, there's one newer Christmas movie in my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the elf? It's not the elf. See, the, oh, yeah, the really? elf is kind of a new crit, but but then again, <clears throat> that's not really a new Christmas movie anymore. But it's well, to me, it's like a new classic. You know, yes. I know. It, I didn't realize. So when Elf came out, I saw that in the movie theater, and I loved it. But I didn't realize what an impact on the world it had. Um. I think that the Elf movie now, you look back and it's like a, a Christmas classic. It goes oh, along sure. with the Christmas story or something. Yeah, I guess it is. It really, it really is up there with the Christmas story and all those other ones for a mm -hmm. whole generation. Yeah, totally. 100%. Will Ferrell did his thing. All right, so... <laughs> Let's start with this list here. But, I, you know, I, I mentioned Santa! that there's a lot of movies that don't really, <laughs> to me, qualify as Christmas movies, although they could be. For instance, Die Hard. Die Hard, a lot of people consider that a Christmas movie. It's based around Christmas. But to me, it's not like a family type of movie that you could really go for, uh, you know, qualify to me as a Christmas movie. As great as it is, yes, it's Christmas themed. It's not something to sit around and roast chestnuts to. Uh, but... <laughs> Maybe I'm just soft. Maybe I'm just soft. Maybe, you know, maybe we should be watching more Bruce Willis <laughs> at Christmas time. All right. So number five for me, and this is number one to many. The reason why this is number five to me, it's not because of the musical score. Musical score, it could be number one, but it's because of the emo culture attached to it. All of the, the annoying, oh. tattletaling nerds, the goth kids that I remember back in high school were all obsessed with this movie. Mm -hmm. And it just damaged the likability for me. But that being said, incredible movie, number five, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that is another cult classic right there. Again, I didn't think that was going to be as big as it was, but I mean... Everyone that watched it at that time, they already knew it was going to be that big. <clears throat> it was groundbreaking. Not only was the musical score genius. Oh, Danny yeah. Elfman, tremendous. But Claymation mm -hmm. back then was not very easy. It might have mm -hmm. not even been Claymation. I think it was legit <laughs> 3D. But I remember watching the makings of it. And at the time, it's it Claymation. Was, it was Claymation. Okay. It, it took a tremendous amount of work for them to put that together. Oh, yeah. Like, it took oh, them yeah. years to make it. If I remember correct, it took them a very long time to make that movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, because with um, Claymation, they're doing it shot by shot, too. And it's, like, literally, like, everything. It's, like, uh, hey, move it, like, a second, like, a little inch. And then they shoot it. And then they have to move it again. And they shoot it. And then they have to move it again. And they shoot it. Takes months and months. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. 
classic though. I love how in um how how it's incorporated at Disneyland so much. Now at Disneyland, it's like in California and probably in Florida and everywhere else, it's a huge tradition where they redecorate the haunted mansion and then they turn it into this whole nightmare before Christmas theme. And like really, like what kind of Christmas uh, story has kind of impacted uh, or Christmas movie has impacted um, r- rides or amusement parks like that. That's the Grinch. Really good point. <clears throat> Maybe the Grinch. I don't know of any Grinch rides. Uh, the Grinch actually at Universal Studios. Oh, does it have one? Okay. They don't, uh, they had a Whoville for a while, but what about, how do you, what are your thoughts about the Grinch movies? Well, we're going to find out. I will say that there, there may be a, I'm not going to say which one, but there is a Grinch on my list. So what movie is your number five, Miss Elena? Um, I would probably say for my number five would be the Christmas story. Christmas story, classic, and a yeah. reason why not to play with guns. Yes, Airsoft exactly. Guns. You'll poke out your eye, kid. <laughs> I used to hate that I'd be compared to that little pecker in that movie with the leather jacket <laughs> and the hat. Yeah. I had the hair that poofed out because I used to have the leather jacket and the hat. And there was this kid, and he said to me one time, oh, you look like the guy from Christmas story. I was like, oh, you got me. Burn me good. <laughs> but yeah, classic yeah. movie. Recently got an email, Elena. Not the kid, not actually the main bully in the movie. I guess he's working with a PR firm, but I got an email with an interview request. Wish I had taken it. Oh, no, you didn't. No, I know. I just am the worst. Just I bite off more than I can chew, but hopefully (laughs) we can. Now it's not going to be relevant. It's got to be. Hey, remember, there there is part two for this holiday special. This is the Christmas part. Next week, we've got the Jewish and Kwanzaa part. So who knows? (laughs) Uh, But. Number four on my mm-hmm. list, we've got Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, the classic oh, cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Classic cartoon. And we all know the theme song sung by it was Burl Ives, right? That solo sung all those songs. Oh, I don't know. I don't know the names. Everyone's gonna just shoot me and cancel me right now, but <laughs> It was it was was Burl Ives. He was he was very uh, you know well known uh, singer back then. Yeah, I love it. I love now. Was that the seventies when it came out? Uh, we got to get. Let's see. Can we get our producers to look up? I love it. The Burl Ives, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Hang on. Let's see. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. All right. So we got nineteen sixty four. Was when Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the movie, came out. Another claymation. Yes. I would think, right? That that looked like a claymation to me. And that was a serious one, right? They even had the glowing nose. It looked really high-tech for its time. For 1964, for a kid's movie, they were, you know, ahead of their time. Mm -hmm. Burl Ives played Sam the Snowman, who was (laughs) narrating the movie. Just some classics. And there was a whole line. There was a line of movies that came out around that time. There was Little Drummer Boy, Santa Mm. Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty the Snowman, and Frosty Returns. It was all part of the same series of movies. 
I remember the Frosty the Snowman one. That's another classic one that that would probably be my top, my number three pick. Well, you're skipping to number three. We still got to get to your number four, Elena. What's your number four movie? My number four. I did. I already did number four. Oh, did you? I'm, I'm the worst. What, what was your number I did, four? I did. My number four was the uh, Christmas story. Oh, your number four. I thought that was your number five. My number five. Oh, oh. It, well, your number five was Christmas story. Okay. Well, if I, well, I thought. It's I all that good. Elf. It's all that good Christmas tree. Okay. Out in Cali. I didn't. I didn't realize that I could. I could still have Elf in my in in my in my top i thought my elf was in my number five i oh, accident so, i oh accidentally gosh. threw out elf at the at the first and i thought that i had already, already used that but i am liking this and so my number four is gonna be the nativity scene the nativity scene the nativity the nativity story uh that was like the whole uh real life like realistic version of the birth of christ is and this the called, version that came out in 2005 yes the nativity story that one was good okay that's a big for it to skip over all those christmas classics that's pretty big is this up there with elf you mentioned elf being a christmas classic <clears throat> probably came out around the same time because i've yeah. never really heard of this one this one yeah it just it was kind of like uh, it was just a quiet a quiet um, opening. It was a soft opening. It was there and it uh, came out and people, the DVDs came out and I liked it, but it wasn't anything like phenomenal, but I think it definitely would need to be on the list because. Don't now hang on a sec. Don't back out now. If you're going to put this as number four, it better be goddamn <laughs> phenomenal. If you're going to put this yeah. over home alone. Grinch stole Christmas. <laughs> oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. It better be phenomenal, because it's better, it's looking it, it's a six point eight, Elena. It's a <laughs> six point eight out of ten on IMDb. It's a six point eight. Okay, okay. So then I move it to number five. <laughs> no, look, I'm not and trying to tell five. you to move it. I'm just saying that it's going to need more than Rudolph to pull this sleigh. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good story. I liked it. It is a look. It could. I, I, look, I'm gonna have to watch it's it. In for, my it top for it to be that high, I'm. I'm glad. <laughs> Stick to your guns. Screw IMDb. <laughs> Screw Rotten Tomatoes. What the hell do they know? This is this is Elena's top five. Exactly. Exactly. Christmas. Who are we to judge? <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes rated it a 37. percent What the hell do they know? <laughs> He is really thro throwing my nativity story under the bus right now. Oh, I'm the worst. He's about to burn it with the Hanukkah candles. I am Scrooge this year. <laughs> Which leads me to my number three pick for Christmas movies that you must watch this year. The Grinch That Stole Christmas. And we're okay. talking about the cartoon, not the Jim Carrey yes. version. We're talking about the original, the classic, everything from the okay. animation to the songs. And it led to a great sequel. I was a big fan of the Halloween movie as well. Not a lot of people talk about that, but The Grinch came out with a sweet sequel. Um, also had some really cool music in it. And led to, you know, once again, a Christmas movie that led to so much culture, to think that a Dr. Seuss Christmas book would lead to so much, including one of the greatest movies of all time, The Grinch. Oh, my gosh. Christmas. Oh, my gosh, yes. What came first, the book or the movie? 
Uh, the book. From Be what sure. I thought. I thought the book. But you would think hey, so. This is this is beyond both of our times, but we could always look it up on the internet. <laughs> the nineteen fifty seven book How the Grinch Stole Christmas was made into a television special in nineteen sixty six. So there you have it. But what Green great responsibility to, to create that song. I mean, you're, you're a, a mean, mean one, Mr. One. Grinch. What? You know, I've heard other artists try to redo that song. And and I just, I'm never feeling it like I feel the original song. I mean, is there is there another song that came from a Christmas movie that was so incredible? Like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that movie was based on the song. But the Grinch just yes. happened to have one of the greatest Christmas songs of all time. <laughs> yes. You're one, Mr. Grinch. Unbelievable. And let's hear Miss Elena. I know that uh, the listeners, they're saying they want to get to break. They want to hear Christmas songs. We got to speed this up a little bit. What's your number three? Okay. My number three would be Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Santa Claus. Okay, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So that one has good memories with Tim the Toolman Taylor. I thought that was good. It's like a horror movie though. Just the concept of it. What a horrible thing to be stuck. Oh, yeah. Your whole life forever changed. So what was yeah. it that he did? Didn't he kill Santa Claus somehow and then he became Santa Claus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think what happened was like Santa fell off the roof or something like that. He scared him and then he fell off the roof and he died and he had to be Santa. And then all of a sudden overnight he got diabetes. He aged 40 years. Couldn't see his own testicles the yeah. next day. Man, yeah. what a horror. What an actual horror story. Yeah, yeah. So I did like that. That's probably my top. That's in uh, number three for me. What about you? Well, we're, for me, I had Grinch for number two, okay. Bad Santa. And this is one of those ones that a lot oh. of people might they might not consider it a Christmas movie because it's just so damn funny. But to me, Bad Santa might be the funniest Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> Santa, 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 Santa. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Classic. Okay. That's exactly where I go when I hear of Bad Santa. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> Timeless. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton plowing out his girlfriend in front oh of my a little God. kid. And it's, it, yeah, I mean, Billy Bob Thornton played that character like superb. Just when he was in the mall and he's sitting there and he's eating this food and like the food's like freaking falling out of his mouth and he's like yelling at this kid like so good <laughs> all oh the profanity <laughs> classic and what do you got for number two man um i would say number two would probably be it's a wonderful life oh wow that yeah. is a good one yeah the whole amazing yeah or or the uh miracle um, there's no oars there's no ores here, damn it. This is a one through five list, Elena. Okay, okay. All right, fine, fine, fine. We or. That's one. That's a, well, because I like the whole angel got his wings, but I got my number one, so. Well, the number one is the biggest and most important one. If your life depended on it, this is the one Christmas movie. If aliens 
took you up into space and said, show me the meaning of Christmas. This is what you'd have to show them. Perfect. Otherwise, they'd zap you and you'd disappear. <laughs> For my number one movie, the all-time greatest Christmas movie, Home Alone. <gasps> That's right. I said it. I think Home For Alone alien- for alien yeah. abductions and That's zapping, it. they would mm. aliens would turn would blast me to smithereens. I show the animal classic performance by Joe Pesci. Macaulay Culkin just killed it. It was that movie that got him in bed with Michael Jackson. <laughs> just destroyed it in that. And I forgot the guy's name that played Marv, but Marv the what bandits? Classic villains. Oh my gosh! Yes, and that you was- learn that. You can't judge a book by its cover. The horrible neighbor that everybody thought was a pedophile turns out he was the hero in the end when he smacked oh, Joe Pesci with the shovel. Classic. That's my number one. How about you, Elena? I have to say it's the Charlie Brown Christmas. Great choice. Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm-hmm. My God, one of the greatest monologues ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love it. I just, everything about it. And I think it's something that we can continue to, you know, show our kids. And it kind of just brings like the, it, it takes all the lights and the glamour and all the rushingness of the moment. And it kind of just, uh, it is beautiful. Yeah. And Linus, I tell you, mm-hmm. what a speech at the end. It was like the Gettysburg Address, but for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Maybe want to go to war for Santa. Mm. All this Any- talk, it's it's tough, Elena, for me to sway away from the Catholic religion. It's tough. We're going to have to do a real careful study of Kwanzaa. Real <laughs> careful study of Chanukah. As we move into part two of this Christmas special. So what's your number one? I told you my number one, Home Alone. Oh, oh Home Alone. Ah. Home Alone, those Christmas... <laughs> I tell you, those Christmas trees, we're puffing them. <laughs> my God. Home Alone to me. I am sorry to remember it. <laughs> you and me both, Elena. You and me both. You're tuned into the Ryan Show FM. Ryan Vernal on the mic. I've got Miss Elena Karras with me. And we no. just gave you the illest list of Christmas movies that you could possibly imagine. And I don't think we said the same movie twice. I think we had completely different movies on both of our lists. And that just shows how many great Wait, Christmas hey. movies that there really are out there. Everybody, yeah. folks, we love you people. Let us know what you think on Instagram at TKK Radio at The Ryan Show to mm-hmm. learn more about what we've got going on. we got Schizo coming in. We've got d I want to say this before we Christmas go anywhere. Time is here. Actually, you know what? It's too look at this. This the, the, before this internet boots us off. Follow us on YouTube at the Ryan Show FM. It's official, Elena. Back in the day, we used to have these impossible to figure out YouTube handles. Now it's simple. YouTube.com slash the Ryan Show FM. We pop right up. Folks, keep on listening. We'll be back very soon. Let's get yeah. it. What's up, party people? Ryan Vernell here. Fun fact, if I spend money on food, there's only one place I do so outside of Trader Joe's. 
That's the rolling joint food truck. Why? Because it's the greatest food I've ever tasted in my life. I prayed to God asking for a cheese sauce and God delivered. Dope sauce. It's the greatest sauce you'll ever taste in your life. Mix it with bacon jam. You've got yourself a full body orgasm. The rolling joint food truck is located at 3333 Sunrise Highway in Wontog. Where is that? Right off of Sunrise Highway 27. Head west. It's on the right side of the road. You can't miss them. A big green food truck with weed leaves all over it and flags just announcing that they're huge potheads and that they're obviously making the greatest food ever when you stop by give my personal favorite sandwich there a try that's the hippie chicken a chicken sandwich deep fried and coated in corn pops it's insane all my long island people meet us at the rolling joint food truck 3333 sunrise highway in wantog that's friday and saturday 5 30 p.m till 12 30 a.m and sunday 5 30 p.m to 11 30 p.m let's smoke fly and i'll see you there Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. Tis, uh, twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. And that's because we've hunted them down and slain them, D-Nails. I've been slaying mice here on this uh, property that I'm yeah. doing security on here in Watermill. The Hamptons is in the building tonight here on the Ryan Show FM. What yeah, up, D-Nails? Y'all here, big Long Island. Hamptons finest in the building. You know how I'm rocking. What's up, bro? That's right. Big Long Island and Big Hamptons. Let's be honest here. Because we're, oh, yo, oh, I'll rep Long Island all day, but yo, I'm sorry. I'm Hamptons to the death of me. I'm, bro, I'm trying to tell you, people be scared to pop out to these shows. We be getting lit. They don't know, bro. They don't know. Like, trying to tell them, man. Take all that smoke. Gotta, I love that. They got to pull up. What's good, though, Brody? Man, hey, you're looking at it. This is, some would say this is kind of a Christmas special. But technically, it's Hanukkah today. Okay. So I guess it's more accurately a Hanukkah special. What are you celebrating this year, Dinells? I'm just celebrating life, bro. Just living life, bro. You know? Any particular holiday? I mean, Christmas is lit. I take any holiday, especially because you don't got to work. But, you know, Christmas is always lit. And, yeah, I got family coming out and whatnot, you know? Hopefully, everybody gets to enjoy Christmas with their family. Good vibes. You know how it goes. That's right. Yeah, there's been a there's been a lot of turns and twists. A lot of more people celebrating Hanukkah this year than last year. Hey, do what you got to do, man. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. I just learned about Hanukkah only a few, or not Hanukkah, Kwanzaa only a few years ago. The okay. Festival of Lights. People need to give it more credit. Heavy. You know what it is, dude? It's that Christmas just has so much more lore behind it. You know, it's just one day. Think about it between Santa Claus Frosty the small good vibes, you know, everybody, yeah, it's just like little drummer boy. All the fire Christmas movies come out and shit. Fire Christmas movies. Yeah, facts. Other religions, they need to step it up. That's all I'm gonna say. It seems like at least in terms of holiday movies, everybody's really gotta step it up. Is there a Kwanzaa movie? I went, uh, I'm sure I've seen one over time. It's probably Is been there? A- I can't think of a single Kwanzaa movie. I feel like, yeah, they just push a lot of Santa Claus movies mostly. 
I don't know what media is controlled by what, but it seems like it's a lot of Christmas, not enough Kwanzaa, and frankly, not enough Hanukkah. So that's one thing. You know, all these conspiracies, right, about, uh, you know, Jewish-controlled media, if you ask Kanye. I don't see any Hanukkah movies out there. Sorry, Kanye. Maybe you got to look Frank for Frank right now. You might have to put him out there, Brody. Oh, dude, that's why I have to convert. I need to learn more about it. See, it comes full circle. There's a reason why I say all this. But you do it for the people here, Dean House. That's how you hey, Dean House, you do it for the people. You talk about the turn up. Nah, you talk about the Hamptons. Your live but, performances but for absolutely I, I, lit. Long Island way, for real. Matter of fact, shout out my boy who that Turnio. You already know. Come on, man. My boy Playboy, we on here turned up for real. Let's go. We haven't really gotten into your music. I remember way back in the day, what is it, 2018, we threw a show out in the Hamptons at Old Stove Pub. It was probably one of the more lit shows that had ever been thrown out there, completely packed out. You had every kid, or at least every 20-year-old, it seemed, from the Hamptons to come out for that giant show. And it really shows the difference. There's a lot of indie artists out there, but how many can really get that many people to a show? That's kind of what separates you in my mind is how lit these shows are that you throw. Bro, I'm trying to tell people, bro. And then, like, you already know, bro, we make a movies 2023. We're going to put together some big shows, like, for real. About to have everybody pop out. We back on the map. But that was lit. That was a whole vibe. Like, a lot of my foreign friends, matter of fact, shout out to them. My boy, Paul. Yo, my boy, fresh from Ireland. Out here, the New York way now. You know what I mean? Nice. But, like, yeah, that was a vibe, though. We definitely got to put something together again, for sure. Yeah, it, it totally wasn't. Even now, even when we throw these shows now, people still pop out. Dead That's of winter. Right. We threw the show in right. probably the most white trash bar that exists on Long Island. Never seen anything like it. Being the most random spots turned turned up. Lit. Most random place, and it was super turned. Every time. So what? what is it? What's the secret behind a good performance? How do you get yourself so turned up? Bro, I just... To those that are listening, really quick, we're going to put this in Instagram story. D-Niles is dancing. He's right. rapping his ass off. This isn't just like a normal performance. Like He's, he's doing the, the sturdy all at once. I'm not going to lie, bro. Everybody who grew up with me, they know. Like, when I when I rap certain stuff, it really be real stuff from the heart. So when I'm turned up, it's nothing. Like, I just get in my zone. I'm spitting real facts. Like, this is all facts. When I'm saying stuff like that, like, come to the hands as we lit. Like, it's real facts. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just easy, bro. No matter where the most I'm at. lit experience you've ever had on the Hamptons partying. Oh my gosh. Too many to the name, bro. Probably had to go back to high school. We used to ride around in the minivan getting crazy. That's all I gotta say. Any celebrity encounter out in the Hamptons before the, any of this hip hop stuff. Man, the only celebrity I'm gonna shout out from the Hamptons is my boy Howard Wood. Cause I'll be born like Howard. Go if you don't know who Howard Wood is, go look up Howard. He was in the NBA. He's a real baller and he's he went to East Hampton, like, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Facts. An alumni. Got to now, you know? I didn't realize that there was an East Hampton High School alumni in the NBA. Oh, what? My boy Howard. That's what I'm saying. The mixtape, Born Like Howard, is, is coming, man. It's coming. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm looking here. Howard Wood basketball. Hey, you're not lying. 63 years old. Says here that he played 81-82 at the Utah Jazz. So he did touch an NBA floor. Wow. Who would have thought an East Hampton High School alumni? Big Howard. And I'll just be balling like Howard Wood. <laughs> I like that you're getting the Hamptons involved more, too, with your music. Yeah, like, I got a lot of my friends who do reels and stuff. But, like, bro, they, that's and shout out to them, too. Like, they do that. That's just love. You know what I mean? Like, and that's another thing, because, 
let me talk, you know, let me just say something, man, because some of my friends, you're going to watch this, and I know you're going to see on Snap and all that. You're going to be showing no type of love, so keep that same energy when we let. I'm telling you, Ryan, when we pull up in them foreigns and all that, they're going to be sick because we on the way. We we make the movies. The music getting better. The shows are going to get better. I'm telling you, man, Ryan will confirm that there'll be many litty nights. All it takes is for one night. We up. That's how it is, though, man. They say home is where the hate is, brother. What? But there's a lot of love. It's, it's not the case with you. I was going to say, a lot of people say that, but then you got to go to a D-Now show because there's so many local people that come out. So for all of the people that aren't supporting, there's at least three that are. So you're doing something right. You already know, Brody. Good looks. And we're going to play one of your songs right now. This is a Christmas song. Is it Alvin? Is it featuring Alvin nah. and the Chipmunks? I can hear him in the background. Ooh, turned up. But yeah, it's, it's not out yet. That's coming out Christmas. We lit, bro. You already know, bro. We about to turn it up. Well, this is the radio premiere. This is airing officially on Christmas Eve going into Christmas. Let's get it. And what's the name of the single so they can look this up? Christmas. Just called Christmas. Easy enough. Christmas. A drill song to remember. One for the kids to play <laughs> as they open up their presents underneath the tree. This is the Ryan Show FM. Dino's in the building. This is the Hamptons collaboration. We'll be back. Don't go nowhere. Because I need ink All my haters is broke as they think Look at me taking shots And the shots gonna sink She a shooter that G-Live pink I ain't worried about beef, need paper Put the nugget that OG face one Get caught, I ain't saying no names Like get crazy and friendships change I'm too lit in the booth And I don't need the spark She a local, she asked about Tafa Straight buds in the blunt, no grava This ain't Fanta, no leaf If she don't love me Then I'm letting her be Cause I don't think that anyone better than me Like why would I trip when I know I'm the one He on TikTok, now who done? Cut to the island, is major Now I got him shot like a taser Music gonna make her do the Macarena Like head, shoulders, knees, toes She get them done and I'm paying for those I'm a star in the maker who finna explode And I'm still on the grind all of the time I can smile, still not be fine And if she showing me love, she a dime With this money, I'm f***ing her mind And for the Goya, you know we gon' shine Like a star in the night She say I'm Liddy, I'm sparkin' her life She say I'm Liddy, I'm sparkin' her life We are lit in the Hamptons and celebrating every single holiday. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and an extra Happy New Year if you're listening after the New Year on the Ryan Show podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a nice review on there for us. Tell us how horrible we are. We don't care. We just want traction, damn it. Yeah. Else, how are you, brother? I'm good, Brody. I can't complain. Hoodies up. It's hoodie season. It's hoodie season. We're out on the east end of Long Island. There's just so much good stuff going on. We're searching for venues to just destroy them, to burn it down so we can rent a hotel and break the windows and the TVs next to it. We're on that rock star life. Big Long Island. Big Hamptons. Big facts. So tell us more about that statement, Big Hamptons. Or I'm sorry, Big Long Island. Where does it come oh, from? Big Long Island is just the Long Island where a lot of people be sleeping on the island. You, you know, there'll be a lot of people from the city, even though if you look on the map, 
Long Island's bigger than a lot of people realize. That's all I'm gonna say. But it's the Long Island way, you know. It's just everything. Long ass drive. It's two and a half hours. Really three. Really three and a half from one end to the other, and that's not taking traffic into consideration. Facts, and that includes Brooklyn and Queens. That's right. People like to deny it, but it's true. Brooklyn and Queens. You're part of Long Island. Big facts. Big Long Island. But it's all love. So, What's it like being a rapper from the Hamptons? You ever face scrutiny? Mm, nah, not really, bro. I feel like nah, bro. People know I could rap, no cap. Like, really, <laughs> not even trying to be on some funny stuff. Like, I'll get in the room. I could be in a room with Meek Mill, whoever. If they want to save, I'm gonna save. Like, you know me, Brody. I always, I just be down to rap. I get in the zone. It's like I'm a different person. When the beat come on, it just you know, and people they hear it, so they know. Like. Who would you say is the most legendary rapper from the Hamptons? Me. Oh, I love that. But right. I'm not talking from, let's not say from this generation, from generations past. Who is it that paved the way? Because I remember hearing over I, time that it was just hard to be taken seriously, even being a rapper on Long Island. Honestly, New I'm going to keep it a buck. You know who, who, know who kind of paved the way? Who's that? T-Shine. Because he was probably the first one I say who really got lit, like, from my town where, you know, he really did it. Like, even with some people not believing whatever, he went crazy, he turned up. Now he with who he's with and going crazy, you know what I mean? So that definitely, you know, because I can't really think of anyone else at the top. I know there was a couple of rappers who used to rap, like, you know, from the Hamptons. I'm not saying there's nobody who never did anything, but if you talk about as far as, like, paving the way for people to do stuff. But... I don't know. That's just paying respect because me personally, nobody paid the way for me. I've been doing this. You know what I mean? I paved the way for myself or some of my homies, you know, shout out per couple people. But yeah, I put, I pay respect where it's due though. Yeah, T-Shine is doing his thing. And to those that are listening, T-Shine is part of the YSL label. Fortunately, I don't think he got caught up in anything that's going on right now. At least I haven't, I see his Instagram's active. So shouts to T-Shine. We send our prayers out to Young Thug and anyone that's been incarcerated because it's just the worst. It's just the wackest. But spend that Christmas, Brody. Spend that Christmas. We're going to spend... Well, we, we spun Christmas. We're going to spin Macarena. Oh, yeah. Macarena. My but, that's what it is. But before we spin Macarena, we also want to shout out to Lucky Luciano, another great handsome oh, yeah, rapper of our time. I was going to say, yeah, that's a fact. He, he, yo, he put out some fire back in the day, dude. Yeah, facts. And he was on... What was it? That rap battle show back in the day. The 106 in Park. Was it 106 in Park that he was on? We battled Jin. Yeah, I think so. He was up there slaying. So right. shouts to those that came before us. And if you were to ask Hamsday, if Hamsday would have to say he's the most legendary. So it really all depends who you ask. But you know what? Nels is here. And we got some rappers from the res, straight bars. I'm talking about females, dudes, whatever you want to do. I'm telling you, it's coming. Everything's coming together. No cap. There's a whole wave out here. You know, we talk about the legends that came before you out here, but like we said, there's Hampton's Dave. There's Charles. FNYK Charles. There's my boy Rambo. There's Donye, the HG boys. They're out of uh they're out of Southampton. So the Hamptons is on the map. But tonight, we are playing D Nels. We got Macarena. These are two radio premieres. And we're going to leave it up to yourselves to decide because Dean Nels comes through. When you hear this, you don't know what it's all about, but it's just real good music, real good energy, good vibrations for Christmas and the New Year and right. Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. 
and everything in between. Folks, this is the holiday special. You're tuned in live. I can hardly keep my eyes open. I'm so high at this point. Let's get it, Brody. We'll be back soon. Don't go nowhere. Like you in a second, man. Big Long Island. You, oh, know? you are ready. No, baby. This is the Ryan Show FM. Follow us on Instagram at the Ryan Show. Dnails at Dnails is music. D N E L I. No, yeah. D N E L Z I S M U S I C. Dnails is music. Just Dnails with a Z. There you have it. Honky Wonky on the ones and twos. Don't go nowhere. We'll be back. For the first time ever, we have plenty of schizos on our show, but we have the schizo for the first time ever on our show. Thanks to our pal Elena Karras out in L.A. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up for a first time appearance. Schizo is yes, here sir, on yes, the Ryan show. What's happening, dude? How are you tonight? Man, all is well, Ryan, man. How you doing, brother? Oh, fantastic. And what does it say on your uh, on your sweater? It says motor... Rockstar original. Rockstar original, yeah. Rockstar is a different brand. They modeled the little Harley, Harley Davidson. Harley you Davidson. ride bikes? Um, I'm interested, but I, I don't have a bike yet. Yeah. How yeah. about bicycles? Bicycles, of course. I ride bicycles, man. So it's a little different, man. It's a little different. But yo, riding a motorcycle, I feel like California. It makes a lot more sense. I see people riding bikes in New York and just killing themselves. Flying off the road, hitting potholes. Mm. The roads need to be built for it. They say Florida, Cali, they're built for bikes. Right. So best of luck to you. Man, yeah, for sure, man. I'll probably just get me a little cruiser and just cruise when there's no traffic out by the beach or something like that and bring it on back, man. So you would you go for one of those Harley Davidson type bikes? You going for one of the Jap bikes, little Toshitas, whatever those things are called. 
No, nah, no, nah, I'm going from one of the Harley Davidsons, like a little cruiser, like one of the big bodies. Yeah. The hogs. Yeah, exactly. Just something Love to cruise that. on. Just something to cruise on. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Schizo. Yes, sir. I was wondering if it had two meanings, the name behind it, because it is, especially in a day and age of mental health awareness, it's a very particular name. Right. Is it? And, and there's an actual. Uh, like a, it's a, it's a, it's an acronym, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and it stands for seek knowledge in truth and seize opportunities. Yes, sir. I like yeah. that. But is there another meaning behind it? Is it something you might be battling behind the scenes? For sure. Um. For sure. Yeah. Like. Just like any great artist or any artist not great or whatever, just trying to reach certain goals, you, you definitely go through depression. And with me and myself, like I have like different voices that talk to me, you know what I'm saying? Like inside of my head. And that's what schizophrenia is. And um, you know, like basically I was actually affected. I don't know, I don't know if it's true or not, but I was actually diagnosed with schizophrenic affective disorder in twenty seventeen. Wow. But um yeah, but uh I, I don't know if it's true or not, but uh yeah, I I do have uh, paperwork on that. Well, you do have to meet a certain amount of the qualifications, right? When they go through the DSM, there's a certain amount of ailments that you must be suffering from in order to I guess qualify or be diagnosed with it. Mm-hmm. But hearing voices, I always wonder what that means exactly because we all hear voices, right? We all mm-hmm. hear the voices in our heads that that uh, you know speak to us or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's is when is it that you realize that you had these voices in your head? Because 2017 wasn't too long ago. Yeah, that wasn't too long ago. Um, and actually, I was calling myself Schizo way before that. Um, hearing voices. Let me see. Now, I would I would say really. As long as I can remember, for real, like, as long as I can remember, you know, like, and what, what do they call it? A conscience? You know, it could be a conscious shot, do this, shot, not do this, or, you know, or sometimes it may get overboard or something like that. You know, just simple thought as being a human. But, you know, where do your thoughts come from? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, I, I remember being a big fan of Ren and Stimpy as a kid. Mm-hmm. You watch Ren battle paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah, ripping his head. It's just it's a serious ailment, man. So you know, hats off to you. Yeah, for being an artist, like you said, a lot of artists suffer from all types of mental illness, and it really helps contribute. How would you say that your battle with schizophrenia impacts your music? Um, I feel like it impacts it in a great way. Like you know what I mean? Because I have different inspirations. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm boxed in creativity. Creativity. Creative wise, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like, you know, just like any other human, you know, I could talk about different subjects, you know what I mean? Without being perceived as a particular type of artist, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like, you know, like I said, I could have different emotions. Some days it's happy, sad, you know, um, spontaneous, joyful, playful, like all different type of emotional states. And I get to express that through through my music. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And you can hear it. There's a, there's a, a diversity of music. Exactly. I was kind of, you know, going through the archives and I saw that some of your music was actually based on mental health yeah. and depression yeah. and things like that. Yeah. 
And there must be a fan base. Have you found that you've gotten fans that listen to you specifically because of, they relate to you with that same type of struggle? For sure. For sure. Definitely on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, Twitter might be a great place for that. So what are your thoughts on Twitter? You see Elon Musk said he was going to retire. On a different note, Elon Musk said he was going to retire if people voted and they wanted him out. He would step down at his role as his role as CEO over at Twitter. What do I think about that? Yeah. Did you I, vote yes or no? I didn't vote, man. Um, but I think it's too early. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he just got in, like, what, like, last month? Could be just a big PR stunt. You know, it's a brand new company for him. Um, he just acquired it. He hasn't really got to dive in. It hasn't even been a full six months or a full year, you know, to really get his feet wet and see how he likes it. You know what I mean? He's in it. I, I believe Elon was in talks with uh, acquiring the company for a while. So just to be ready to retire within a month, that doesn't sound realistic. I mean, he still own it. But I think yeah. he was referring to stepping down as the CEO. He made a tweet yesterday that said that if enough people voted for him to step down, that he would. And they voted for him to step down. It was maybe 57% of the people that voted. But it was mainstream news. You know, Any type of opportunity that the mainstream media can get to blast Elon Musk, you know they're going to. So, Right. right. All over the place today. But um, yeah, just, uh, just curious. I believe he would step down, though. I believe he would if, if that's true. If he 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 seemed like a man of his word, and he just seemed like he goes with the people, he'll still have ownership. And at the end of the day, you don't have to be wear all hats to be an owner of a company. So it's so it's all good, you know. Maybe maybe he's not the right the best fit for it, but you know, I still feel like we should still give him a chance, though, and he should still give himself a chance. With that's a great point, I definitely don't point. think he's the right fit for it. He's definitely a genius. Yeah. Great at what he does, but that man needs to stay doing what he was doing, creating weapons of mass destruction over a Tesla, whatever kind of crazy flamethrowers he was putting together when he was bored. Cars and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's cars and all types of stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a genius marketing move. Right. There's no way he was going to stay as CEO. So by showing the power of Twitter, he gave the power of Twitter. So much power lies with those users on Twitter so much so that they literally are changing the CEO of Twitter. So that's his genius marketing as he gets. But on that note, we are going to go to a quick break. We're going to play some of your music tonight. Schizo. We're going to play a collaboration with, uh, with game. One of our favorite artists. I can say that here in New York, he gets the New York pass everywhere. Damn it. We all love game so much out here. What is it that put this song together? You and game. Um, Basically, it was during COVID. During COVID, uh, one of my boys hit me up. One of my boys that I went to college with, um, he just hit me up. He was like, "Yo, game is giving opportunities for different independent artists, and uh, I feel like you should um, submit something." And so, basically, I was actually just—I had just came from out of the studio where I wrote that song. Like it was like per- the timer was so perfect, where I had wrote my verse and I wrote the hook for it, and it was like game could actually fit on this song like it was like the work was already ready i didn't have to create anything for him or try to um specify it to be for him it was just it just happened very organically on the creative end and uh, i submitted it to him and we worked it out that's great 
I yeah. saw a lot of artists were doing that during COVID. It's good to see mm-hmm. that somebody capitalized and made the mm-hmm. best of it. Yeah. Seek knowledge and truth and seize opportunities, goddammit. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> that's that's facts. That's the key to life right there. Don't that's- go nowhere, folks. We will return. Come on over, honey, and give your uncle Dolomite a kiss. Well, what you want, baby? Won't you tell me a story? You want me to tell you a story? Yeah, me too. Yes, honey. I'm going to tell you a story about the bad CZE. He was drinking whiskey and gin at the age of three. Listen and listen well. He's the bad mother... Give me that book. Here, let me read you this one. Christmas in Compton. It was a silent night. Yes, a holy night. Until Mr. Claus turned into Santa Claus, right?
So the artist that you heard killing it on that track with our fan favorite here, the game. He's with us right now. And he can be followed on Instagram at it's schizo, right? Just straight he, schizo on Instagram. You type in schizo, it should be the only verified one that comes up, but it's an extra ISI. Schizo is I. Schizo is I, and it's spelled S-K-I-T. S-O. It's not spelled like the actual illness. No, no, although no, the sir. man is ill, no, goddammit. No, no, sir. No, sir. And Schizo, you have some true heritage in the game. Mm-hmm. True, I mean, in your blood. Mm-hmm. I should say, literally. Mm-hmm. So, you are the grandnephew of the great Andre Hamilton, who was part of arguably the first rap group ever, formed in 1967 called the Watts Prophet. Yes, sir. If you're a great studier of hip-hop and uh, spoken word, then you definitely know the Watts Prophets. So, first off, did you get to know him at any point? Yeah, I definitely got to know him, uh, and he's still alive, uh, by the way. So, I, de- I definitely the last got to- remaining member, the last survivor. Yeah, uh, I got to know my uncle in later years, in later years, like like these years, like now, as well as like maybe like five or ten years back is when we started to really get close. But he was always around. But uh, yeah, yeah. How did that, how did the connection happen? Did he realize that you were a rapper and were having success? Did you approach um, him? Let him know how did it all how did it all come together there? Basically, it just happened through family. You know what I mean? It just it just it, it was just really just more family. Like uh, my his mom and my grandmother's mom. They she she actually just passed away this year. But she she passed away in uh, October in uh, like late October. And her her birthday was November sixth. Yeah. Um, and she lived she lived to be one hundred and four. She would have been one hundred and five in November. Ooh. So we always would get together every year and celebrate my great grandmother's birthday and uh, just talk. I, and I always wanted to know like other members of my family because I don't we don't we don't know all of our members. You know what I mean? And um, 
and even if we know him, but just having that that closeness, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, he he word got around. I don't know how how me and him started talking about music, but as far as him, like my grandma definitely told me, like you should listen to your listen to my brother, you know, your uncle, and uh, just get into more what he's doing. And he's amazing, man. Still, do you has- think that he's given the credit that he deserves? I was talking about it. With Elena before the show about how most people think the first rap song ever, at least, you know, the, uh, you know, the executives, let's say, that run things behind the scenes. I like to say it is the uh, the Sugar Hill Gang. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think these, that your your great uncle is given enough credit for his role in the beginning of hip hop? I don't think so, because and why I say me personally, I don't think so is because. I never heard about the Watts Prophets within with outside of my family, right? Like me personally, I never heard of nobody talks about them. No West Coast, like you usually hear like NWA get the credit or like people like Ice T, King T, and stuff like that. And um, I never, I never really heard like outsiders talk about them. But I know one person who does know, and that's DJ Quick. Mm. DJ Quick for sure knows. And how how do you know DJ Quick knows? Was he paying some homage? You noticed? Um, nah, because my uncle told me like he was in the studio like with DJ Quick like two three years ago. Yeah, they was still in the wow. studio just create music. Yeah, that is crazy. And DJ 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 Quick is definitely one of those real students, you know, like of music yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's good to see they're still out there. The real yeah. hip hop heads that are out there. Paying tribute mm-hmm. to those guys that helped put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, just to think that it is swept under the rug. I wonder, like, what could be done? You know, we got to bring we got to bring the great uncle on the show one day. <laughs> Pay some proper For sure. homage. For sure. I would definitely. That's nothing but a call away. For sure. Bring him on to some New York tracks. We got to put him on some features. We need him with game on a song. That's what we got to do. Man, his style is so crazy. How he does it, like his concepts is out of this world. Like for real. Like we're talking uh, this group. By the way, to those that are listening, the Watch Profits formed in 1967. So that's really truly originators of the game. I don't want to, you know, don't quote me on this, but I I think uh, Sugar Hill Gang. Put out their singles, what, 1978, 79? Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty big difference there. And I wasn't even born yet. Rapper's Delight, I think, was the first one, right? Wasn't it Rapper's Delight was the first, at least on the radio, they right. say? Right. In New York? In New York. See, that's right. the thing. It's like, it's right. it's hard to say, right? Like, did it really start there? Did it start here? Because then there's then you could also argue and say that little Baby's grandfather started it all. Do you know no. the video I'm talking about? I have no idea. I got it. It's good. Where, where, where's uh, Lil Baby's Peoples from? All right. So we're going to, on break, we're going to play one of your songs. Okay. We're going to come back, and I'm going to show the listeners that there is damn proof that Lil Baby's grandfather could have very well started hip-hop back in, like, the 1920s or 30s or something like that. This video went viral. It surfaced last year. I couldn't tell you who it is, but on the break, I'm going to do my uh, my job as a semi-journalist and find out. Mm-hmm. And in that time, we're going to play Schizo's new song, Gas Station, which is hard. I was listening to it in the car. 
Thank start you, gassing bro. up the lifestyle of chasing gas. Now, when you when you said it's like chasing gas, you're referring to chasing good ass weed, right? No, no, no. That's not. I'm, sure. I'm just talking about like basically just going to the gas station to hurry up and go get the bag. You know what I mean? Just love you it. Know I mean, like, don't really want to go to the gas station, but it's a necess- it's a necessity to do. You know, every time I go to the gas station, I'm literally on the way to go get some money right after. Love you know that. what I mean? Basically, basically, and I right. feel like it's just every day that's what people wake up and that's what people do. Wake up in the morning, go to the gas station. Like they say in the West Coast, what is it? Forty different, thirty different ways to get paid. What is that? Dre says. I don't know. Don't quote mm-hmm. me on it. Right, right, or anything right. on this show, damn it. We're gonna come back. We're gonna discover little baby's grandfather together. AKA, I've got the producers yelling at me. The Jubilaires, Jubilaries, Jubilaries. We're going to find out. We'll be back soon, folks. We got Schizo in studio, new music gas station on the way. Fill up the bank like you fill up that tank, goddammit. We'll be back soon. You know it. Let's go. Wake up in the morning, hit the gas station Fill up, then I get back to gas chasing Speed off, you would think I don't have patience Burn rubber to that money, I be track racing Hey, wake up in the morning, hit the gas station Fill up, then I get back to gas chasing Speed off, you would think I don't have patience Burn rubber to that money, I be drag racing. Hey, fill up the tank like I fill up my bank. Swerve to that money like I had too much to drink. Always on my mind is how much money can I make? I just paper chase like I don't got no breaks. I'm on that paper chase like I can't take a break. It's too much at stake for me not to get this cake. I'm only at the house when I make my bed shake. My girl want me home, but that make my head ache Gotta get these dollars every minute, every second If you don't get that, then you can get the step in I'm always on my job, baby, I don't have to check in Where the money at, ma? I'm in that direction Wake up in the morning, hit the gas station Fill up, then I get back to gas chasing Speed off, you would think I don't have patience Burn rubber to that money, I be track racing Hey, wake up in the morning, hit the gas station Fill up, then I get back to gas chasing Speed off, you would think I don't have patience Burn rubber to that money, I be drag racing Hey, tank is on E, but my pockets ain't on E Honestly, I'd rather be on another shopping spree It only costs a fee, but it's not a lot to me Ring, ring, it's my celly, damn, I got a custody I'm all about the bucks, bruh, tr- tr- trust me If you know heat, then you're probably lucky I do this when it's cold, warm, rain, or sunny Keep the one in the middle, now I need my money Now how can you worry about the money that I spent When you walk around the city with a pocket full of lint I'm focused on the dollars, it's the commas that I get When I ride through the hood, I got the 5 percent tent Wake up in the morning, hit the gas station Fill up, then I get back to gas chasing Speed off, you would think I don't have patience Burn rubber to that money, I be track racing Hey, wake up in the morning, hit the gas station Fill up, then I get back to gas chasing Speed off, you would think I don't have patience Burn rubber to that money
money, I'll be drag racing. Hey. And we are back levitated as always. And even though we're a little bit levitated, skits, so we got to stay educated, don't we? Yes, sir. That's key. It certainly is. We like to learn new things here. And on the break, we learned a little bit about the jubilaries. Mm-hmm. And I could be saying it wrong. They say a picture is a thousand words, right? Right. Well, the video is even more. So we got the video right here of the Jubilaries. This song is called Noah, and it dates back to 1946. So this is what? Right after the death of Hitler. Right Right. after the end of World War II, when the the new world really began. Let's take it back here. I want you to build me an ark. I want you to build it three cubits long. I want Ooh. you to build it big and strong. I want it fifty high and fifty wide so it will stand in the wind and tide. It's That was the Jubilaries. Amazing. We're going to play the full song after we're done with our interview. I think that's a perfect thing to transition into. Yeah. I don't know, man. That looks like it looked like rap. It sounded like rap. It felt like rap. Sure. 100% rap. That was a thousand percent rap for sure. For sure. Question, though, Schizo. Is it the grandfather of Little Baby? Is that Big Baby? (laughs) Big Giant Uh, Baby. If little baby says that is, you know what I mean? That's what it is. You know? I know that's what the meme says. First time I ever saw that it was circulating around as one of his Instagram reels. And it was that's like little baby's grandfather has bars. Has, has he has he commented on that? It can't be his grandfather. It's oh, just okay. some idiots trying to make a clown of little baby. Oh wow, okay. Okay. Well, well the Jubilaries, that dude was definitely he was rapping for sure. It was a smooth group in general. Because yeah. back then you couldn't have a rap group necessarily. Yeah. You need to have a singer. There was the guy that was like humming, doing the who's and the he's. Yeah. That was that was that was a nice track, man. I'm gonna study more on the Jubilaries. For sure. If we're saying it right, we're gonna be saying it completely wrong. Man, I tried to do the spelling too, and it looked looked damn near accurate. So the names of the members we've got Orville Brooks, Theodore Brooks, Theodore, like my son. Caleb Ginyard and George McFadden. Someone's got to check little baby's last name immediately. What's little baby's last name? Anybody know? Let's solve this right now. Let me see that. 
Dominique Armani Jones. So there you have it. Unless it came from the uh, maternal side. Yeah, it's so many it different ways. Yeah, just a bunch of pranksters on the internet. Yeah, and there was some more hip hop news. We might as well get in into it with you, Schizo. I mean, I don't know how you feel about snitching. I don't know how you feel about getting caught up. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of either. Um, I've never been a fan of tattletelling. You know what I'm saying? Like, just in general, like, just being in, in the school system and just getting people in trouble. You know what I mean? And telling blackmailing and doing things just to get people in trouble. I've never been, I've genuinely have never been a fan of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to, you know, like getting people locked up, like, um, you know, I don't, I don't, nah, man, like, <laughs> I, I don't agree with that, bro. I still like, there's like, you don't got to tell on the next person, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not going to. Well, in the system, I guess it could save you getting a plea deal, but I just, I just don't like tattletelling, bro. Like, doesn't sit true. right with you, does it? It does. It like not nah, because I was always a kid getting told on. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, it's not fun you know being, being tattletailed on. Mm-hmm. Snitches, man. I tell you, I remember being a kid, and my pops he'd say to me, "Whatever you do, just don't admit it." Yeah, he said they could throw whatever they want in front of you. Just don't admit you did it. Right. No matter what, deny, deny, deny. It's not the deed. It's not the thought. It's if you get caught. I remember sitting in the principal's office and just lying to the principal. Yeah. Constantly about bad things I was doing. Yeah. Just never admit it. And half the time you get away with it. I just never been a fan of that. No, you can't be a fan of that. Especially when it's weaponized. Like I remember there was some like real bad, like the baddest kid. One time I got snitched on by the baddest kid. He was like weaponizing snitching against me. He pulled the fire extinguisher and then he's like, yo, it was Ryan. Vernell. I was the other bad kid, but I wasn't bad like pulling fire extinguishers bad. I was doing like funny things, right? Funny yeah. pranks, whatever. Pulls the fire extinguisher and then weaponized snitching on me. And that's what that's another thing. Some people think that you can snitch on your enemies and that's okay. I don't agree with that either. Right. Um, it is, it's probably a little more understandable than some of the other things we've seen. Like, you know, obviously I'm saying this because of what's going on in the recent news with Gunna. Yeah. Gunna's free. All yeah. of these other members are getting out free. Yeah. And to me, the Gunna situation, it's it's just tough, especially when a guy like Young Thug blessed everybody with an opportunity, changed all these guys' uh, trajectory for their lives, their families' trajectory for their lives, and then to get yourself out of trouble you put this person that literally not just put you on the map, but I mean, in a sense, put breath into your entire, into generations of family. Right. That come after you. And uh, yeah, it just uh, doesn't sit right with me either. And yeah. it doesn't sit right with me that, that the media just like covers it up. And so there's, there's big people in the media that are pretending that there wasn't any type of a plea. Or, I mean, I guess it's obvious there was a plea deal, but yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I know I'm not trying to advocate street culture. I'm not trying to advocate, you know, murder or drug mm-hmm. dealing, but loyalty. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. It's something that sits wrong with me about that whole situation. Right. Um, it's just unfortunate. I can't really speak on that situation, but like let's just say another New Yorker six nine, right? Like in that situation, I understand his perspective. 
you know. Um, I can't even understand six times perspective. Like the the whole idea of weaponizing snitching against your enemies. Like these dudes, you know what you're doing when you're when you're setting up hits on people and you're doing all these real crimes. Like I'm not sure what Gunna did. If Gunna wasn't doing anything right. crazy, then if he was you know, part, then of it's that, hard to see somebody get in trouble for yeah. some really crazy stuff. But six nine was calling hits on people. Yeah. That's that's crazy, man. Yeah, that is. So hard. if you're in this day and age. If you're going to be a criminal, you have to understand one thing. Whatever you do is on the record. And they know. Every single thing that you do, this announcement to all the people that are driving around in their cars, being idiots. If you're doing something illegal, be ready to serve time for it. Because they know what you're doing. One, 100% at this point in time when they have iPhones. And they can just, just like how you type in a keyword on your iPhone and everything comes up. All the text messages. You don't think that there's something like that for a police database or an FBI database? For sure. So, just be smart. Like, if you're going to do something stupid, be ready to either be smart about doing it or just be ready to serve the time. For sure. And don't throw your friends under the bus, even if they're banging your girlfriend because she's a thought. Doesn't make sense right. to me. Right. Yeah. But what do I know? Look, right. I'm, uh, you know, out here in the Hamptons, right? Doing radio. So it's, I guess some would say it's not my place to speak on it. But as a Sicilian, I always find it, it's, it's just my place to step up against snitching. Right, right, right. Too many of my people have been affected by snitching schizo. Right. It all just it all just comes down to decisions and choices. You know what I mean? If you're gonna be in that life, you know what I mean, or make these decisions, you gotta be prepared to deal with those consequences, you know? Well said. So if you sign up for the Italian mafia, you know damn well before you sign your name over and whatever weird rituals is these guys do, it's death or jail. You're not right. getting out of it. Right. And it just needs to be understood with all of, uh, you know, everybody around the spectrum. And if you want to get into that life, get into that life. Um, but also be ready to serve time. Don't be ratting everybody out, right? Right. You can't I'm not saying it's right to commit crimes, by the way. So all the people out there, do not join the mafia. But if you are, don't snitch on them either. That's all. Have some principle, goddammit. Exactly. Like, it's no risk without reward. Don't just look for the reward. You know what I mean? Like, of in the glory of whatever you're doing, you know what I mean? Like, you knew what it was when you signed up for it, bro, and that's not right that you're just trying to act like you didn't know that this was a possibility. It's like a microcosm for anything. It's like you go to McDonald's and you don't want to use the deep fryer. You know what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the game. All right, so it's kind of a strange analogy, but we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, Schizo, yes, you, must have, you do have an eclectic taste of music, right? We got to enjoy some new music together. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you would recommend DJ Honky Wonky to play on the ones and twos before we plug all your social media info and everything else tonight? Hmm. Something from the West Coast, because a lot of our listeners are from the East Coast. Who do you recommend from the West Coast that we don't know out here in the East yet? Hmm, that's a tough one, man. Um, that's such a tough one, man. Um. Man, you you actually you you got me with that question, bro. I would just advise you to play gas station, bro. That's it. You know gas mean? station, that's what time that. that. I'm on, man. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> in my own my own world right now. You know what I mean? Like I love I'm it. My world right now. I'm sorry about that, bro. But just skizzle.com is the hub in whatever platform you're looking for. Pretty sure you can find it on there, except TikTok. And schizo spelled S K I T S O. I wouldn't go to schizo with the Z. Who knows what'll be on there? 
Yeah. Let's get so it's been good joining me, man. And uh, you know, we're gonna have you back soon, I'm sure. When I'm out in LA, we'll be at TKK Studios burning it down. But until then, tell Elena I say hello. For sure. Listeners, don't go anywhere. We will be back soon. Chimney, look here, that ain't reality.
good things must come to an end. Yes, even the first half of this two-part broadcast. It's been great hanging with you folks. Spend your time with your loved ones around this holiday. I don't care if it's Christmas, Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa. Surround yourself with people that you love. After all, that's what it seems all the holidays have in common. I'm excited for next week where I get to learn more about Hanukkah and Kwanzaa for our two-part holiday special. Big shouts to Elena, Schizo, and Dean Ells for joining me in this week's part one holiday extravaganza, folks. We'll see you on Instagram at The Ryan Show. We got a lot of content coming your way, including news articles and all types of good IG reels. Meet me on the gram, folks. Love you. See you next week. Over and out. Happy holidays. Peace. (laughs)